You're listening to the Higher Ed Marketing Lab. I'm your host, Jared Smith. Welcome to the Higher Ed Marketing Lab. I'm Jared Smith. Each episode, it's my job to engage with some of the brightest minds in higher education and the broader world of marketing to bring you actionable insights you can use to level up your school's marketing and enrollment performance. When you think of the most valuable social media platforms for higher ed, chances are a few names come to mind. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, maybe Snapchat, TikTok, or even LinkedIn. In this episode, we'll be leaving that familiar territory to talk about a much less frequently used platform that nonetheless boasts tens of millions of monthly active users in the US, Reddit. More specifically, we'll be learning how the University of Georgia has been using Reddit to build their brand and reach new audiences. Joining us in the conversation is Rod Wajardo, Senior Director for Integrated Media Communications at the University of Georgia. We discuss what makes Reddit unique, why the UGA team decided to establish a presence on the platform, how they've used Reddit to reach new audiences with research and science content from the university, and Rod's best advice for those thinking about establishing an institutional presence on Reddit. Rod was a generous guest and shared openly about the university's successes and challenges along the way. So if you've ever wondered if Reddit could be a useful addition to your social media portfolio or just want to learn more about this unique platform, this episode's for you. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Rod Wajardo. Rod, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to have this conversation with you. You've been doing some really interesting work at the University of Georgia with Reddit. And um, I just think it's one of those platforms that we don't talk about enough, uh, even though a ton of people are on it. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to have this conversation both for our audience and, and frankly, for myself. I don't consider myself to be a, a Reddit expert by any stretch. Um, for those of us that are you know, maybe new to Reddit, not not as familiar as other platforms. Could you just give us kind of a rundown of the, the basics of the platform? Yeah, absolutely. I'd be happy to. And I appreciate you saying that because I do think Reddit is one of those very underutilized um, social media platforms. It's definitely not, I think, considered in the grand scheme of things with, with some of the bigger players in the game, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, even now TikTok. Um, but it definitely still has the potential and the impact to reach so many people um, not only nationally, but globally. And so, yeah, we're really excited with what we're doing with Reddit here at UGA, but also just to kind of help spread the word and get people, you know, more interested and involved with Reddit um, in particular. But yeah, it's it's a really engaging and interesting platform, but it is very different uh, than most of the other ones. But yeah, at, at sort of a high level, uh, what I call sort of Reddit 101, I always try and tell people is it, it really is one of the largest in terms of both users and um, active engagement daily. So roughly 52 million daily active Reddit users worldwide. I think it's usually considered somewhere in the top 10 uh, most popular websites in the United States, usually somewhere 15th in the world. Um, it's often referred to as the front page of the internet. So you'll hear it called that a lot because the way it's set up is your, your front page is really customized for you. And there's also kind of a trending front page that any user who doesn't have an account gets. And all the, the beauty of Reddit is it's sort of this uh, amalgamation of content from across the internet, right? So it does pull in uh, videos from TikTok or YouTube or uh, tweets that people have either screenshotted or embedded specifically within a Reddit post. And so it's this really great kind of consolidation of the internet where 
you know, if you don't have time to go and check all these different platforms, uh, you could really easily just go onto Reddit and sort of scroll and see uh, all the highlights of the day, if you will, from all these different uh, platforms. But one of the most interesting stats, I think, uh, specifically to Reddit and why we found it such a, a good potential to utilize for our efforts is that the average user spends about 10 minutes per visit on, on Reddit or on their app or whatever platform they're on. It's usually about 50% mobile, 50% desktop, but that's an insane engagement rate for any social media platform or any website visit. I mean, 10 minutes of direct engagement on a platform is just huge. And uh, you can see it. I mean, Reddit users are highly engaged, they're highly active, and they're really passionate about the, the content and their engagement on the platform. And so, it really makes for uh, a fun and interesting uh, platform. There's there's some downsides we'll talk about later. Obviously, it's a high risk, high reward platform. But you know, if you can captivate the audience and really share content that they're looking for and they want to engage with, uh, there's some really good uh, ROI potential there. And and obviously, I think that's what what we've seen and and we'll talk about more later. But yeah, that's that's sort of the highlight of the platform as a whole. You know, we can jump into what I call Reddit, which is kind of the the ins and outs of how it works and how posts work. Yeah. Uh, if, if you want to jump into that a little bit. Yeah, please do, because um, for folks who haven't spent much time on Reddit, the culture of Reddit is very different than other platforms. And as you said, people are very passionate, very opinionated. You have a lot of, of smart folks that that think they're pretty smart <laughs> on Reddit. So you do. It, it is a very different sort of environment. So talk to us about mm-hmm. that. They don't think they're smart. They know they're smart. They know they're smart. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No, it is very different and it is a very passionate base, but I think that's what lends itself to such high engagement and really organic um, content sharing and and really cross promotion of what you're doing. But it is very different, Um, even just the structure of it, right? And how you engage with posts and the the metrics, if you will, of, of how um, users um, post and, and share content. But as a whole, the, the structure of Reddit, I think it's important to dive into for folks who aren't familiar with it, in that Reddit is all about these kind of niche communities, and those are called subreddits. So people have probably heard that word here and there. Um, the way that it's actually labeled is r forward slash, and then the name of that subreddit. So instead of like Twitter, Facebook, where it's all just kind of there, you know, not like Facebook groups or anything like that, but it really is sort of segmented into these smaller communities of people, um, usually about topics or themes or, or whatever it might be. Um, and that's where they sort of live and breathe their their day-to-day engagement. And it can be obviously over many of them. Uh, there's roughly about 2.8 million subreddits across the platform as a whole. So obviously a ton of opportunity to <clears throat> jump into one particular particular topic that you're interested in or you have an interest in learning more about. Uh, but there's really, there's literally a subreddit for every possible topic you can think of. I mean, some of the biggest ones, you know, they, they list them by membership. R slash ask Reddit has 33 million members. R slash movies, 26 million. R slash funny, which is memes and videos and kind of things, 37 million. R slash gaming, 30 million members. So it really is a sort of populated area of these very specific um, topics and themes and conversations um, that also dive into really whatever you want to talk about, including science and research, which is what we utilize it for, uh, which I'll talk about a little bit later. But just to give you an idea, the R uh, slash science um, subreddit has 26 million members. I mean, tell me another social media platform where you can find 26 million people talking about science. (laughs) It's just it doesn't exist. 
Um, but the other thing to keep in mind about how Reddit works, I always like to use this analogy for uh, particularly folks who are going to operate uh, a Reddit account on behalf of a brand or an institution or organization is that it really does work differently than Facebook or Twitter or even Instagram. Um, so I use this analogy of like pretend you're at a dinner party and you are your social media account, right, for the University of Georgia or wherever it might be. And you sort of stand up and, and clink your glass trying to make an announcement. If you're on Twitter or Facebook and you make that announcement, only the people who currently follow you or friends of yours, unless you're talking about paid advertisement to boost a post, they're going to turn around and listen to your message, right? But everybody else in the crowd is going to keep doing what they're doing because they don't know you. They don't know your brand. They don't know your organization or your institution. The beauty of Reddit is that you, you don't stand up at that dinner party. You're able to sort of maneuver around conversations that are already existing about specific topics as people do at dinner parties or in life and say, hey, I'm, I'm the University of Georgia. I hear you talking about plant biology or cars or uh, a, a space rocket. Um, here's an interesting story uh, about some research that our faculty are doing and then just sort of walk away. Right. You don't have to have them like and, and follow your brand. They just have to understand that this is an interesting piece of content or story or research that could be interesting to this conversation we're already having about this topic. So yeah, we'll, we'll take a look at it and let you know how we feel about it. Thanks. Um, but it's, it's much more of a different engagement style than the traditional kind of legacy platforms of Facebook and Twitters and, uh, and Instagrams. And so that's, I think one of the biggest benefits if, if you are an institution or brand, that is interested in captivating those audiences and you have the organic content that can interest them. Uh, so it's very much a, like, if this, then that situation, uh, if, if some of those boxes aren't going to be checked for you, maybe it's not the right platform, but, um, you know, that's where we've kind of found our niche. And again, we'll, we'll talk about here in a minute, but it, I think that's a good explanation of people who have never heard of Reddit or don't understand it of why it is so different and why it is really, uh, a lot more passionate user base because again, they're in their space. They're having their conversations about their topics. Sometimes they, they do push brands and institutions away and say, look, you're trying too hard. You're, you're, you're coming on a little too strong. Mm -hmm. uh, and so you have to be a little bit more covert with it uh, in your approach. I think. Yeah. That's always been my impression uh, as a very casual Reddit user is, um, you know, an audience that is particularly allergic to, being marketed to overtly. Right. And so it really is about the quality of the contribution that you're making to the conversation. Correct. And do they authentically find it valuable? And why are you there? Yes. <laughs> what do exactly. you bring to the table? And if you do that right, as you said, there, there can be reward for that. Mm -hmm. But if you get that wrong and you send off the wrong signals, you yeah. can get punished pretty hard. Yeah, the, and that, that's a good segue into the uh, the sort of um, system of how Reddit posts work, right? So unlike uh, retweets or likes or hearts uh, on your legacy platforms, Reddit uh, works in a both upvote, downvote system, uh, and then what's called karma. Um, so yeah, unlike other social media platforms, I know Twitter's kind of experimenting with this now, but uh, your, your posts can get downvoted and even go like into negative downvotes um, if they see right through you and, you know, understand that you're there overtly advertising a product or a brand or an institution uh, and, and they'll make you pay for it. Um, not only with ridicule in the comment section, but, uh, <laughs> you know, downvoting your post into oblivion uh, and just really making you second guess why you're, why you're 
you know, in existence <laughs> at all. Um, but on the upside of that, why did I major in communications? What am I doing here? Um, but the, you know, the flip side of that is the, the, the benefit or the reward can be uh, tremendous. So, you know, a, a post that really does check all those boxes and I think is shared in a very true and organic and honest way. Um, that people do appreciate and resonates with the conversations they're already having will get, you know, significant upvotes. And then that impacts your karma, right? So I talked about this. Reddit karma is this score that you get as a user, as an account. Um, and that really, uh, really influences what you do on the platform in that people use that Reddit score or the karma score, sorry, to understand both how long your account has been around and the validity of which you're, you're posting with on these other subreddits. So if that karma score is super low, maybe a Redditor isn't going to, you know, actively engage with your, with your content and your posts. And also you need that score to be a certain uh, uh, limit or number, sorry, before you are allowed in some of the larger subreddits, right? So you can't, you as an institution or brand couldn't create an account today and then jump in and start posting in one of those subreddits with 26 million people. Uh, each subreddit has very specific rules and those rules are created by the moderators or the admins who created that subreddit or have been handed responsibilities over the years. Uh, and so it's really important again for that sort of organic and open, honest uh, engagement with users that you're not just going in and spamming <clears throat> subreddits with clickbait headlines and things that don't apply to them or they will downvote you and your karma will get crushed into the ground. Uh, it, so it is really important. You know, they Reddit uses an algorithm for how that karma is calculated. They don't share that um, publicly, but you know, it, it's, it's pretty simple. The higher karma, uh, you know, the, the more upvotes you get, the more you're commenting engagement with, with users, the higher your karma score goes. Um, and the longer your account is active, that helps your karma score. So it's really, uh, again, important to, in this sense, operate your Reddit account um, in a very open and honest way and try and engage, you know, organically with users as much as possible. Mm -hmm. So kind of stepping back a little bit and thinking about, um, you know, where the University of Georgia is active on social, um, I can imagine that that's quite a quite a task for a university of your size. And, um, you know, I always think every time you add a new social account that's another mouth to feed that's another another channel that you need to monitor mm -hmm. and uh, how did y'all go about deciding that this was you know a, a place you wanted to be and i and i guess my other question is like does it i assume it must tie up to some larger goal that you have or can you illuminate that for us a little bit yeah absolutely and it, it is a great point right you, you go from these like theoretical strategic conversations of, oh, we should really look into this or doing this. And then you start trying to operationalize it and you're like, well, who's actually going to be doing it? And how's it going to fit into our workflow? And, and those conversations can often be where things die. If, if the uh, right people aren't on board or you don't have the, the staff or the resources. So I get all that. I've been there. Uh, we certainly had those conversations here, um, but we felt like the potential was there to really try at least and, and give it a go and make sure um, that this was something that could benefit the university and, and our um, institutional goals and our divisional goals, ultimately. And that's what really brought this conversation to light. Um, so I joined uh, the University of Georgia in about uh, August uh, 2021. Uh, I've been a personal Reddit user for years. So I, I've both you know used Reddit from a personal standpoint and then seen other brands and institutions uh, attempt successfully and unsuccessfully to tap into, into the platform. 
Um, and so when I got here, one of the first things, you know, even in my interview that we talked about um, was the strategic plan for the university. And that I think had just rolled out right before I got here. And one of the big pillars uh, from that plan was trying to grow uh, our research, innovation, and entrepreneurship. And so obviously there are specific things from a research standpoint that we're going to do with that. But also there's a specific sub-goal uh, within that that talks uh, about research communications, right? So <clears throat> trying to have people understand the university's strength in research, um, science, communication, innovation, and entrepreneurship more. Um, and I really felt like Reddit was a good platform to do that because of what we talked about before because there are millions of people in these sub, uh, subreddits talking about science and research, and then you can drill down even more specific from that larger r slash science subreddit into a particular topic, whether it's a social science or plant biology or um, health sciences, whatever it is, and find this these groups of people already having these conversations about what our faculty are trying to help people understand or actually implementing in terms of new devices or technology and really sharing that knowledge with this group of people and then having them associate that with the University of Georgia. Um, you know, again, it's just not something that you can traditionally get with a legacy platform like Facebook or Twitter. And those platforms are great at what they do. Our social media team does an awesome job managing that content there and those audiences. Um, we saw this as sort of a an outlier to our traditional social strategy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at the time, the our, our social media staff was already doing so much, you know, they were getting into the TikTok space and trying to do that in addition to, you know, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And they, you know, we had this conversation of, we, we've thought about Reddit before, you're the first person that's actually like wanted to try it. If you want it, it's yours. And so I sort of picked it up and ran with it, made a pitch to our leadership and said, I think this has potential um, yes, there are going to be some, you know, possibilities of, uh, you know, negative concern if we start getting downvoted into oblivion, but I understand the platform. I understand how users engage with it. Uh, I will do my best to, you know, stop that whenever I can, and then we can reevaluate in three to six months and see how things are going. So it really did start as this sort of pilot project of, you know, there's potential there. We have the content, you know, our, our, uh, my team, the media communications team, has some extremely talented science research writers, uh, as well as folks across campus who are producing this content already. It, it's there. It's literally just an opportunity that we have to take and repurpose stuff. So again, going back to those like operate operationalizing the the plan conversations, this was one of the easier ones to do because it was taking existing assets and having platform knowledge in, in my head um, that was already there and just sort of putting all that into play. Um, and so that's what we started doing. The, the social team actually created the Reddit account, um, U slash University of Georgia on July 20th. I was right before I got here. Uh, and then we started posting on August 27th, um, taking those research stories that we were already producing as part of our daily uh, editorial weekly workflow. Um, and then really having a conversation about platform and audiences. So again, you mentioned like how this was managed uh, in addition to our um, social media strategy, you know, understanding that certain stories, especially the, the heavy science research ones might not play well on Facebook and Twitter doesn't mean we're not going to, you know, make a mm -hmm. run there because the audiences that already know us and already follow us and already trust us and support us still need to understand what we're doing from a science and research perspective, but also how do we further that, right? How do we expand 
the the understanding and the awareness of our brand as a science research academic powerhouse. Uh, and also, you know, just to be honest, tapping into that athletics prowess as well. Folks see us every Saturday winning games, winning national championships. You know, that's awesome. How can we, you know, sort of let, uh, gravitate from that on this national global scale and say, oh, yeah, that's the University of Georgia. I, I saw them, you know, beat Alabama on Saturday. That Now they're doing this like, oh, that's super cool and make that connection that way. Um, and so we really felt like Reddit was a good place to to do all of those things, right? Reach existing audiences, um, some of them who might not know us, they're already having conversations about these topics and then just sort of invite them to be part of the science that, that's happening on our campus by our extremely talented faculty. Um, but yeah, from a sort of planning perspective, that that's how it all sort of went down. And then it really just became a, let's try it. You were in the fun, like experimental phase, you know, um, I, I, I mentioned this before, but uh, in, in a presentation, um, in DC a, a couple months ago, but we, we got banned from some subreddits. Like it, it, it was really just getting in there. Okay. Tell me, <laughs> tell me more about that. Have you had any major screw ups or, or whoopsies, colossal whoopsies <laughs> where you're like, okay, <laughs> it sounds like maybe that's the case. Yeah. yeah I, we, we've, we've had a couple, uh, uh, stumbles along the way, but nothing that we haven't been able to, uh, you know, pick ourselves back up on. But yeah, I mean, again, from the sort of leadership perspective, there was, um, a great, opportunity and buy-in early on with this sort of pitch of what it could do and the potential that was there. I also, part of my role specifically is to manage issues in crisis management. I, I do that here. I did that at my previous role at the University of Mississippi or Ole Miss. So no one needs to tell me the potential for, you know, <laughs> posting things on the internet and having your institution ridiculed, uh, you know, uh, very well aware of the, of the potential there. And, and I, I do think that helped, um, not that social media people aren't don't have the best gut instincts. I mean, I put our social team up against anybody to understand both their audiences and the sort of climate or conversations uh, writ large that are happening on on social media at any point at any time. Um, but I think having that issues management perspective, you know, also definitely helped our approach to this because you know there were some things that maybe. I sort of held back on and said, well, we're, we're still early. Let's not, let's not take that much of a leap here. Uh, but maybe we can get there at some point. And so, um, you know, I, I definitely think that helped, but yeah, I mean, we again started taking the the content we were already establishing and having conversations too. You know, I, I, we have a great team across our division here. Um, plenty of personal Reddit users in the building, uh, as well as on, on my team specifically. And so we would just have conversations about, Hey, this research story is coming up. Um, who knows a subreddit that could, that could be good for this, or let's spend some time as a group sort of diving in and finding a couple that would work well. Um, and so that's how we started initially doing it and just posting and seeing what happens. And yeah, we, we stumbled a couple times. So, uh, early on, we had a story from our um, school of business about uh, it touched on wall street and investors and CEOs and how they operate their business and how it gives trust to stakeholders or shareholders uh, when it relates to, to the market. And so, you know, saw that story and thought, hey, maybe our um, slash Wall Street bets, which was in the news at the time, for uh -huh. all the, the GameStop stuff and everything else, um, maybe their audiences would be interested in this type of content. I immediately, no. Uh, within, I think, five minutes, I was permanently banned from ever posting in the summer. Oh. <laughs> and it was like, okay, heard you loud and clear. You, you, you do not want uh, institutions or brands, you know, engaged. Uh, on your subreddit, totally fine. Uh, you know, they they have a very 
passionate audience base as, as you've seen and heard. Um, and, you know, they said they, they don't want our content on here and, and that's fine. You know, we, we understood that lesson and walked away, uh, never to post there again. Um, yeah. the, the other one I like to, to mention is, um, a stumble that we then adjusted and fixed in terms of our strategy going forward. So there's a really big subreddit called, uh, today, r slash today. I learned often abbreviated oh, yeah. T I L you'll T-I-L. often see that. Yeah. Um, and so we, again, I mentioned this before, every subreddit has very specific rules and regulations. So that's the first thing I try to do when we identify a potential subreddit for posting is go in there and read all the, the rules and, and make sure we're aligning well there. Cause again, you don't want to just jump in and start posting and spamming and then get booted later. Um, because that will affect your karma score. So anyway, I did that. I was like, Oh, we, we have a great story. I think this will work well for TIL, uh, went ahead and posted it. A little while later, I got a, a note um, that, that we had been temporarily banned because of, of a specific rule violation. And I was like, I, I didn't see that one when I was doing my research. What is it? And I went in there and looked. And they have a very specific rule that says that uh, research posted onto the subreddit has to be at least uh, three months old before it can be posted on the subreddit. And so that's their kind of way of getting away from the the clickbaity, like new study says this. And then a couple of weeks later, some other researcher comes out and says, no, that's not true. Here's my research that proves against that. So, you know, they have a very specific way of trying to um, post quality content to their subreddit in, in that rule. And so I said, Hey, hear you loud and clear. I made that note in our, you know, in my files. And now, you know, anytime we see a story, it's like, okay, this one would be great for TIL, but let's wait um, three months. And then we, you know, I note that in our, uh, project management software and it, it dings me in, in three months and then I, I can post there. So that that's another good, I think, learning lesson from the platform that you just, you wouldn't yeah. get from like a Facebook or a Twitter of like, these are so specific rules for this very passionate user base. And you, yep. you get, you gotta, if you want to play ball, you got to read those and understand what they are before you jump in. And the moderators are serious oh, in, yeah. on a lot of them. They take the job seriously. They sure do. Yeah. And, so. you know, again, that can go, for against you, but ultimately, I, I think that's what makes Reddit such a cool place. Is they they do take it very seriously, and so by by them doing that, they're really weeding out what you do see on other platforms, which is just like you're you're posting and you're spamming and your um, your link scrapers that are then you know feeding into an automated system, and so it, it creates this much more organic and true space that again, when you can tap into it and when you play by those rules. Uh, can really just be uh, tremendously rewarding for you and, and your institution if, if you play by the rules. So what's been the upside so far? I mean, I, I guess my question is, has it has it been worth it? Yeah, absolutely. So again, that's that's what, what we've all like kind of found from this and what has resulted. So when we started posting in August, um, you know, we started seeing some initial uh, wins there, um, finding the subreddits based on our research and sort of posting and engaging with, uh, with commenters. And, you know, we were starting to see like 79 upvotes, 89. I think the first sort of big one we had was like a, a little over 500 upvotes. And, you know, again, these are the things that were hap- that were not happening before that are bringing us new page views, um, to the, to our news center, new users from, um, out of the state and across the country. So we were really excited about that. But at the same time, starting to have these conversations of like, well, is it really worth it for, you know, a couple hundred of upvotes and um, a couple hundred page views? Like, it's, is the time and energy and the effort worth it? Uh, and then I think three months in, we had one of our just out of nowhere big hits. Um, so we posted a story 
to the uh, subreddit called r slash futurology. Um, it was about plant-based jet fuel, the study that found that it could reduce emissions by about 68% uh, by one of our, our faculty members. I posted it uh, the morning. We had a big event that day on campus. So I remember it very well because I posted it and then packed up all my stuff and went to that event. And my phone just started blowing up. And I was like, what is going on? Usually that means there's an issue or a crisis yeah. that I have to deal with. <laughs> and it was the Reddit app. And I, I checked it and it was like, oh, man, we've already gotten a thousand upvotes on this post. And then a few minutes later, it was up to two and then three. And then uh, a couple hours later, at the end of the day, it had a total of 16,000 upvotes, uh, about 662 comments. Um, that single post brought in 17,000 page views to our news center wow. um, alone. Yeah, it, it took our karma from 700 to 7,000, which allowed us to access those larger subreddits. Um, and it, it, those average user, average time on page for those users on our news center was about two minutes and 25 seconds, which again, for a science and research story is, is unheard of. So not only were they coming to it, but they were engaging with it. They were spending time with the, with the story, understanding the research or trying to at least, uh, and then bouncing off to other, um, stories on our news center and really staying with the brand. And so it, yeah, it was like, oh man, this is what we've been waiting for. This is so cool. Um, can we get another one or was this a fluke? And so we kind of kept going and kept posting. And then I think a month or two later, we got another big one. So we had a story about some monarch butterfly research. You know, a, a lot of the news lately has been that those populations might be going extinct. And one of our researchers found a, a migration pattern coming from, I believe, Mexico into North America that showed a lot of promise and potential for that species to continue evolving, uh, given, you know, weather conditions and everything else pan out. But uh, so we posted that this was a little different for us. We 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 thought the um, subreddit r slash uplifting news, right? Everybody keeps talking about the demise of the of the butterfly, the monarch in particular. Here's some research about how they might be thriving. Let's try it there. And then we went with r slash science um, in addition to that. And so uh, those combined two posts got seven seventeen thousand five hundred upvotes. Um, they brought in about ten thousand page views to UGA today. Those users spent about three minutes and four seconds on that story, uh, and they got about 412 comments. Um, so again, we were just thrilled with that. Kind of kept thinking, well, well, that was one one off. Like maybe you know everybody loves butterflies. That was just kind of a, a yeah. another like lightning in a bottle sort of thing. Um, and then in August, so this was like one year, almost to the T of when we started posting. Uh, we had this great story. We knew it was going to do super well with with earned media um, because it's about teenagers and the recommended daily exercise they get in high school. Um, so this researcher found that the school environment that your student goes to is really linked to the amount of exercise they get. So in other words, if they're getting bullied or the, the teachers don't make PE or that opportunity a priority, then it's going to impact the amount of exercise they get on a daily basis. We posted that to r slash science uh, and it absolutely blew up. So this this one was our has been our biggest top performer so far. That single post got 41,000 upvotes on Reddit alone, brought brought in more than 20,000 page views um, to our news center. Um, average time on page about two minutes, 33 seconds, uh, 2,500 comments. Uh, it got on to the front page of Reddit, which is a feat of its own. Uh, it was up there for about an hour or two. Um, and just uh, just absolutely exploded. So again, those are those are one offs in that they're they're the big ones. And you know, we certainly have a number of other ones that reach the one thousand or five thousand of votes. But 
those really gave us the confidence to see that, okay, not only is this working, but it's doing exactly what we wanted it to. It's bringing in brand new, unique users to our website. The majority of whom, I think the last time I checked, 60 to 70% are from out of the state of Georgia. So either somewhere across the country or the world, people who don't know the University of Georgia already don't understand the connection between, you know, our academic success and achievements and science and research, um, and then getting them to engage with this content specifically about science, research, innovation, entrepreneurship. It's exactly what we wanted to do. Uh, we've not gotten banned from any other subreddits along the way. So it's, it's really showing a lot of promise and potential. Um, and, and we're just really excited with, with what's happened so far. And then also trying to figure out maybe some new ways going forward that we can, you know, continue our current strategy, but also adapt and uh, maybe do some new things down the road as well. Yeah, I'm curious how how you think you might kind of evolve this if you have these engaged Reddit users, you know, talking about a particular piece of research. Is there an opportunity for faculty to engage directly? Is that something you've considered? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, so yes and no. One of the ways that we've already tried to do that is with in the comment section. So usually when I post on Reddit, um, and I can talk about that process as well, if you kind of want to see how the sausage is made a little bit. Um, but once this, once the post is created, I usually go in there uh, and do at least one post, which says, you know, a quick summary of the research. It has the faculty member in the school um, or college name in there, and then it links to the academic publication that that research was featured in, which I think gives credibility to the post and our account and the research and the faculty itself. But there have been a couple times in the past where a, a Reddit user Redditor has a very specific question about the research, and I can tell it's genuine, like they're not just sort of flying in and and trying to throw some shade or, or just say something for the sake of saying something like they're, they're truly curious about a facet of the research and they want to know more. And so there have been a couple of times where I've just sort of copy and pasted that comment into an email to the faculty member and said, Hey, if you have time, I realize you're busy, you're teaching, you're researching, you're publishing, uh, got this question. I think it's serious. Um, they, they want to know more. Can you help me answer that? And there've been a couple who have you know taken time out of their day, thankfully, and uh, give me a response. And then I'll go in there and paste that and say, hey, here's a response from the researcher directly. And, and they like that. I mean, they, they see that direct engagement. They see our brand taking their question seriously and finding the answer. Um, and so definitely looking to continue that going forward. That's also a slippery slope, as you can imagine, because you don't want to spend, you know, all your day um, copying and pasting. And I don't want to waste the faculty members time either. And, and then obviously you get some comments that are just not serious or they are throwing shade. Um, but one of the biggest initiatives we have for the coming year, uh, that will hopefully link our faculty to Redditors directly is, is what's called, uh, an AMA or ask me anything session. So you probably heard of these on Reddit. Um, it, it's literally like a live Q and a, but conducted on the Reddit platform. And so typically the, the most popular ones are with a, a celebrity or an author or a musician or an actor. And it's literally just people asking them questions and them answering it in the Reddit chat uh, or comment feature uh, live and in person. And so we've thought about doing that before, but we really wanted to be intentional and strategic with how we did it and who we put out there because the last thing we want to do is ask this faculty member to take time out of their schedule and have like three people ask them questions. So we, we need to make sure 
that the research that they specialize in is broadly understood by the general public and that they have the personality and uh, charisma to want to actually engage in this because that's the other thing. They're, they're, they're going to be at the keyboard and we want them to feel comfortable and, uh, and at least understand what's happening and what Reddit is as a whole. And so, again, not wanting to jump in specifically, but uh, we have identified one faculty member um, who we think would be would be good. Her, the research she focuses on is plastic pollution, something that everyone has an understanding of, at least broadly. Um, she's recently gotten some some big national um, awards, academic awards and uh, and a big grant. So we think all of those things are kind of a, a good confluence to uh, to try this and see if it works and then assess afterwards. So. Uh, I will get back to you on how that goes <laughs> at the, hopefully yeah. the first of the year. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Have you received any feedback from faculty? Did they find out about if they blow up on Reddit? Uh, did they find out about that? And yeah, so, what do they think? Actually, yeah, there, there's a couple um, of faculty who are personal Reddit users or have gotten an email from someone and said, hey, I saw this on Reddit. Super cool. Um, and they've either reached out to us directly or um, there are communicators in each school and college across campus. And so a lot of them will deal with their faculty directly. And, uh, there's one in particular who, uh, it, who wants to do an AMA. They've already like raised their hand and said, Hey, the, the next spot I, I'm available. Their research is, is a little bit more in the weeds. So we're going to try and see how this other one goes and plug them in. But I, I think that's the other cool thing when they get that outreach is because, Typically, it's from either another scientist or researcher or someone in the field who does understand their topic of interest. And it's genuine. Like, I saw this on a community for our group of people. How cool is that? Right. It's not just like, you know, your auntie or someone who saw it on Facebook and like copied the link. It's like, no, this is that's someone I either know already or have read about or maybe it's a peer researcher at another institution. Uh, and I think they they appreciate that that we're trying and, and uh, you know venturing into the space a little bit. So uh, you've used this to date to publish uh, research and bring attention to that. Are there other schools out there, you know, with other use cases for Reddit? Yeah, absolutely. I do think it still is a platform that's not frequented by other institutions as brands. Definitely as much as you know your legacy platforms, but there are. Some and um, definitely want to give a shout out to Texas A&M fellow SEC uh, institution because they're kind of one of the reasons that I started considering Reddit for both UGA um, and just as a whole. So Texas A&M started their subreddit, um, uh, I'm sorry, their user account uh, well before ours and had a very similar strategy to sharing science and research news. And then they also, in addition to that, we're doing more of what I call kind of social listening, um, using Reddit to tap into their community, their Texas A&M community, and really engage with primarily students, um, but also other stakeholders in that way. And so um, there's a subreddit called r slash Aggies that's not operated by the university, that's operated by different people, students, former students, alumni, whatever. Um, but they really started intentionally trying to create a, a good working relationship with the moderators of that subreddit and then the frequent users, redditors of that subreddit. And now I think they they operate a very strong relationship and partnership from a listening standpoint uh, with the r slash Aggie community, and they've used it to their benefit a lot. 
Um, so I actually did a joint presentation with their social media director over the summer at an SEC conference. And one of the examples he shared, I, I just think it's awesome. It's a perfect example of what the benefit of social can be for an institution. Um, it, it sounds kind of silly, but it's one of those little things where the audience that you're talking to really understands that you care about them. Um, there was a Redditor who had posted a student um, who took a picture of one of those hydration stations, the water bottle filling stations at the rec center. It had been, the filter had been uh, on red for like two weeks. So it, it, it wasn't working. It wasn't operational. Um, and they had spoken to like seven different people in the rec center. No one wanted to help them out. They were just frustrated and kind of going to Reddit to rant about it. And um, Nick, who manages the, the channel um, for their social account, saw that jumped on there, filled out a ticket for their um, for their facilities folks, asking if someone could go over there and check it out. Within like an hour, it was fixed. They posted a comment on that post that said, hey, we heard you, we went through and fixed this. Anytime you have an, a similar complaint, you can fill out the form yourself, here it is. And you know, people loved it. They're like, oh my God, thank you for listening and taking care of this on our behalf. It's like, they know the institution is there and they're listening, but they're doing it for a good reason to help students and people really get the the college experience that they're there for. And so I thought that was just a really cool example of how you can use it um, to really boost and benefit your students and, and help them understand that, you know, the, the social accounts are more than just promotions of stories or marketing messages they're, they're really there to help you and they want you to have a great college experience and it's just mm -hmm. one way to to try and do that yeah really kind of uh humanize the brand right mm -hmm. yeah exactly i think it yeah. puts a face to it and again it makes them know that you're there and that you care and you know he, he talks about other things that um they posted some stuff like if you could what's your wish list for campus? And people post like, I want a monorail that goes around the entire campus. <laughs> it's like, well, obviously we're not going to do that, but you know, it, it gets conversations rolling and, and they have gotten some really good ideas from that, that they've taken to administration and said, Hey, you, you always want to know what our students are talking about and care about. And yes, you probably hear from like the top performers, you know, your scholars and, and everybody else, but, but here's what everyone else is talking about that the general student population, um, if you want to listen, here it is kind of thing. And I, I think that's just invaluable in this day and age where we know for a fact the younger generation values that organic and true brand more than anything else, right? They they don't want the overtly marketing messages. They don't want to see you shove something in their face, that they, but they want to understand that you're there and they really value that um, kind of true partnership with them uh, as a brand or as an institution. So I think that's just a, a great and awesome way that they're using it. Yeah. What a, what a great, uh, interesting example. So, okay. Someone's listening to this and they're like, Rod, this sounds awesome. I'm ready to sign up. I'm going to talk to my social media team right now. What advice do you have for somebody who's maybe just getting started and thinking maybe this, this could be a good fit for their institution? Yes. It, I, I think, you know, I always appreciate, especially when I, I go speak at conferences or something, then people come up and they're like, yeah, we want to do this tomorrow. And I'm like, well, hold on. Let's, <laughs> Don't. <laughs> yeah, just take a step back. Think about it. Um, but in all seriousness, I think this platform, more than any, right, because because there aren't as many brands and institutions out there and because the user base is so passionate and, uh, you know, going both ways on that. 
Um, I think it really is worth having a conversation with with your team and your leadership about is what are our goals and is this one of the ways to achieve them? And again, if your goals are either, you know, our strategy or Texas A&M strategy or somewhere in between, or you want to try both, um, I think it's absolutely worth it to at least do some initial research, uh, find out the faculty on your campus who are your sort of rock stars or, or top per- publication um, folks, see what topics of research they're producing, go on Reddit, do a couple keyword searches, see if there are large subreddits that match those, um, see if there's a subreddit for your campus already, like the r slash Aggies, there's an r slash UGA. Chances are there there is one if you're a large enough institution. Um, take a look at that subreddit and see how the conversation looks there. Um, you know, it can change from community and campus uh, to campus. Some of them are very clear they don't want an institution involved there. They're kind of doing their own thing. They're going to push you away really quickly. Uh, other ones maybe are a little bit more friendly and are having lighter conversations or, you know, seems like there could be an opening there for you to get in and share some helpful information about housing or meal plans or fixing a, you know, water filtration system at the rec center. But all that comes with having those conversations and not just jumping in and creating an account and starting to post and then getting frustrated that it's not working. I think that's that's the biggest thing. And I think we saw a lot of that with, with TikTok in the last two years or so with brands and institutions, seeing other folks on there and saying, well, we got to do this and no, no real strategy, no real goals. And then also, you know, some, some, I'm a big data guy. So what are your, you know, KPIs at the end of this? What are you looking to achieve? And then comparing, you know, results to, uh, to the work that you're putting into it. So I think all that say those conversations have to be had first and then the resources and, and manpower and staffing. And, you know, do we actually have the time and energy to devote to this? Because while it is, again, maybe not as much of a lift as the TikTok strategy, it, it's not nothing, right? You can't just set up a, a, a scraper and a feed, an RSS feed, and just call it today. It, it does take some active engagement and research and understanding. Um, so I think all I'd say, you know, that's where you start have those open conversations. People, uh, if they want to reach out to me, I'm always happy to to connect with folks uh, and have those conversations or, or dive deeper into what we're doing. I always joke with people that they come up to me after presentations and say, aren't you worried other universities and brands are going to start doing this and then it's going to take away from what y'all are doing? It's like, guys, there are 2 million subreddits out there. Some of these, you know, they have 28, 30 million people on there. We'll be all right. There's plenty of Reddit yeah. for everyone. Like, <laughs> jump in, try it out, see if it works. Yeah. Um, and then I think the last thing is, you know, don't be afraid to to call it a day. You know, if, if at any point um, this starts either not producing what we're hoping for, or it goes the other way, you know, and negatively impacting our institution or faculty or research in any way, you know, we can hang it up. Right. It, it, it's been a great run. Um, but at the same time, we're not going to keep doing it just for the sake of doing it. I, we're still seeing uh, benefit and results. So we're going to keep at it. Um, but I do think it's one of those where uh, just continuing to do it for the sake of doing it, it is not a good strategy. Personally, that this is my opinion. So, yeah. Good deal. Rod, if folks listening to this uh, want to reach out to you and, yeah. and find out more and, and talk to you about it, what's the best place to do that? Yeah, so I have one of the easiest emails, I think, on campus uh, and maybe in higher ed in general. So it's just rod, R-O-D, at U-G-A dot E-D-U. So rod at U-G-A dot E-D-U. You can also follow me on Twitter. 
um, at Rod G underscore UGA. Um, you know, happy to answer a DM on there. Just shoot me an email and, and glad to connect afterward via Zoom or whatever it makes sense for you or your teams or whoever else that has questions. Great. Rod, this has been a really uh, interesting and I think very informative conversation. So thank you so much for joining us today and uh, sharing everything you've learned. Yeah, happy to do it. Thanks so much and go dogs. Go dogs. The Higher Ed Marketing Lab is produced by Echo Delta, a full-service enrollment marketing agency for colleges and universities of all sizes. To see some of the work we've done and how we've helped schools just like yours, visit echodelta.co. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And as always, if you have a comment, question, suggestion, or episode idea, feel free to drop us a line at podcast at echodelta.co.